Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me is JD. How are you, mate? Not too bad. How about yourself, mate? How'd you pull up after the night's festivities and uh, Nico's win? Oh, I didn't celebrate as hard as he did. I think as soon as the race finished, I was like, good night. <laughs> Turned the computer off and went to bed. It was about... 12.30, quarter to one by the time I finished watching everything. Yeah, I watched on a little bit longer. It was a bit after one when I went to bed. But no, congratulations to our new Formula One world champion. Yes. Nico Rosberg. Great job. Clean season. Did everything he needed to do. Last four races he drove within himself, I think, as well, just to make sure he got there. Oh, there's, there's a lot of talk out now, and we'll jump straight into this. With the all the British media talking about Hamilton and be like, oh, well, he won the last four races. I'm like, doesn't care. The season's 21 races long. Nico performed the best over those full 21. You don't have to win every race to win your world championship, and Nico showed us that. Very much so, mate. I can't agree more. Um, I'm, To be honest, I'm getting sick of the British media bringing up uh, engine failures and stuff like that. Give... Nico, he's due. He's world champion. He's earned it. He did nothing wrong this year. Mm. Engine problems with Lewis, that's not Nico's problem. No. Nico has no influence on that. That's just bad luck for Lewis. And it's happened... Because if Nico did have an influence, like Hamilton would have more engine problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this race wouldn't have gone down to like the last lap. <laughs> this is true. Going back to last year, Nico had four engine slash gearbox failures in the year. Obviously, Hamilton won the championship. He won it a bit earlier than Nico, but these are the sort of things that happen in racing. You just can't predict this stuff. Nico had a clean year. He did everything he needed to do like a good champion does, and uh, yeah, he's got the he's got the cup on the end of it and uh, done a great job. Well, he's a very happy man. I was actually looking at the past Mercedes World Championship drivers. Have you noticed both, all of them have won them in twos except for Nico? There you go. So they won two, I think they won 54, 55, and then you had Hamilton 13, uh, 14, 15. Now you got Rosberg 16 and 17, go. maybe? Maybe. You never maybe. know. I, would, I wouldn't object to Rosberg winning again next year. It'll be, I've actually been thinking about it a lot. There's a lot of weight getting put on Red Bull. There Everyone is. thinks Red Bull's going to be pressure. the um, contender next year. Against Mercedes, do you think? Do you think they're going to do it? I honestly don't know. I really don't know. I don't even think the drivers really know. To be honest, no, I don't think they will. Like they, they were, I think Red- Daniel and and Verstappen are in a great place. Adrian Newey's the probably one of the best engineers for aero in the field. Oh, hands down. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that someone's not going to come up with a great idea somewhere else, like Ferrari or Mercedes. Mercedes has the most engineers. They have the most staff. They have the most money. Biggest budget, yep. You, you know, expect that now. I'd, I would be very surprised if Mercedes aren't up the front of the field again. Oh, I don't expect the Mercedes to drop off. I think Mercedes is still going to be there, but it's going to be who comes up to join the party. Yeah, I agree. I I hope, my fingers crossed, we can have a three- or four-way battle next year. And this is something about the race last night was... With, you know, Hamilton potting around nine seconds below his pole position time, how good was it having the four, top four cars all in the same shot on, like, the last five laps? It was It was a bit more exciting than normal, It wasn't was. It would just be good if that was Hamilton's top speed in general and then, you know, if that was as fast as the Mercedes went. 
Yeah, it would. It would. It'd bring. Um, I think we'd have a few more viewers of F one races again. Uh, yes. it's something. Hopefully, next year the, with the regulation changes, that we're gonna see some closer battles between teams and stuff like that. Traditionally, with regulation changes, they can sometimes blow out the opposite way. So they it'll can. be interesting to see what happens next year. I I just have no idea how the cars are gonna go, but I just want to jump back on to the end of the race. Like we gotta say. A big goodbye to Massa and Button. Yeah, it was. Um, it's sad to see them both go. Actually, mm. both of them have been in Formula One for a long time, very long time. Um, and yeah, they're going to be sorely missed. So, so well, you we you know, um, Massa's getting a parting gift from Williams, what, and what a gift at that. Yeah, yeah, do you think Jensen Button wants a gift, or he does? If you know, Honda offer him a gift the same as Massa. Button might be like, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think one if, thing I thought I took away from the weekend, I don't know if you've seen the pre-race stuff, but the the send-off that Honda McLaren gave um, JB was oh, amazing. That was good. And um, did you see Little Massa yeah, waving it, out Big Massa? It was unbelievable, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it was it's, good. It's very kid. hard for both of those drivers to concentrate on the race, I think, because mm. they were... It's very emotional just before they got in the car, and um, obviously Massa as he's leaving the garage. I've seen him take a big pause there, and um, I don't think he knew. Suck it all in. No, I don't, I don't think so either. He didn't know that his son was going to wave him out, and it was good to see little Felipe there with in his little gear, yeah. waving at his dad. Yeah, it was a it was a beautiful moment. And Massa did make it to the end of the race and got and to do some he skids. Got, he got points. Yeah, there good you go. way to finish. Sorry, points about. mean prizes <laughs> and. I did like the interview Jensen did mid-race where he's saying, you know, everyone's coming up to him and saying, oh, I'm so sorry about how, you know, feel sorry for you for how this race has ended or this season that you should have been up there more. He's like, nah, he's enjoyed his time in Formula One. Uh, he knows his time's done. You got to take it as a package. And, um, and I then think there was JB's a, good at that. Has he retired? I read somewhere, or there was all over the news like Thursday or Friday that, oh, it's a cryptic message that, JB's basically come out and said he's not racing 2018. Yes. He, he he announced, uh, sorry, didn't announce as such. When he did his press conference stuff um, at Abu Dhabi, he basically come out and said, look, I don't see myself coming back anymore. This isn't really a sabbatical. I'm I'm retiring from F1. Treat me as if I'm retiring. Yep. Um, so for the media and everything, it was sort of just, you know, Get your questions in now. Give me everything, like, as if I'm retiring because I don't think I'm going to be back. He was actually talking a lot about um, going and doing rally cross and stuff like that, stuff that he enjoys and his father used to race and stuff like that. So see Jensen doing some rally cross. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. He was right into it. Um, he was talking to Anthony Davison. Anthony, Anthony Davison. Davison. Yep. Um, he was talking to him and Anthony was interviewing him because he's obviously a Sky... Um, Presenter. presenter, yeah. Yep. So he was interviewing him and he said, you should come race with me. I want to race with you. So maybe maybe, maybe. he could go into some uh, world endurance as well. Well, talking about some um, should come race with me, uh, with Weber's goodbye. Yes, mate. Did you see what Alonso had to say? No, no, I didn't. He um come out and said something along the lines of, oh, you've left. World Endurance Championship before I got there and I really wanted it was along the lines like you left before I was coming and knew I was coming 
Yeah. So, so now there's a like the whole rumor mill has jumped on Alonso's going to Porsche. There you go. I mean, we can't confirm that, and I'm standing over in the speculation corner. Speculation corner, yeah. Yep. You get and, your tin hat on. Ah, oh, <laughs> I'll speculate all day. It's the end of the season. We've got three, four months of nothing but speculation right now. <laughs> yes, it's very true. So Alonso's going to finish up next year and then move to um, move to Porsche. That's my speculation. Yeah, it will be interesting. Next year's a big year for Alonso if the car's not where he wants it and he doesn't get an offer for a car where he wants to be in the field. I think, I, I think I you're think, 100% right. He'll be gone. I just think he's his days are numbered in Formula 1. We can be honest like that. He's, he's definitely gone. Everyone thinks he's still the greatest driver out there, but... Even Alonso doesn't rate he's, himself he's not. Anymore. He's not up there anymore. He's, he's quite old. He's like 30... Quite old. 30, 36 or 33 or something. Ancient. Ancient. Yeah. He's probably got kids who have kids who are just thinking about having kids. Like, <laughs> 36, that's miles away. He's past his prime in Formula One, and he really doesn't have too many years of him being at his prime in racing in general. He's probably got... If he's, if I Honda's, still I, I still think he's one of the best drivers out there. Yeah, but do you think Top if he five or ten. keeps getting these rubbish cars that he'll go, screw it, I'm going to go to oh, World I, Endurance I, Championship and race a race-winning car there? I agree with you 100%. That's that's the point, isn't it? It's mm. If McLaren aren't on point next year and no one offers him uh, a car like he doesn't a Red Bull, a, a Ferrari, or a Mercedes, Because he doesn't need gone. to prove himself. He's proven himself. Yeah. Everyone always rates him like so well, He's hard. two-time world champion. Like, yeah. You know, so he, he'll if, be gone. Just, if you're not going to give him a competitive Formula 1 car, he's just going to go somewhere else. He wants to race. Why not? I would have loved to see him race with Weber. I wanted to see him partner uh, up. Yeah, that's a, it's a real shame. I understand Weber what he was saying um, when he came out and announced his retirement that he kind of didn't want to be out there anymore. And yeah, he lost the enjoyment out of everything. And yeah. he did say one thing he's looking forward to is not having to do the whole media circus. And it's something he's always the... struggled with. Actually, is the media. Uh, and then he goes out and does the interviews and stuff like that. Anyway, he does a bit of media. He does, but that's being a part of those that. He would be getting paid a lot extra mm. because he's at a high level. He's recognisable. People want to interview him, and he's going to be getting paid accordingly for that. Whether he enjoys that or not, I don't think so. I think that's just a part of the job that he has thinks he do. has to do. It's like practice. You yeah. know, he's, No one wants to go out there and practice all day. They want to race and qualify, but you got to practice to get that car set up, get the tyre wear down, all these sorts of things. Um, so you got to put in the, the footwork and unfortunately interviews and media it is all part of is, it's, it's, it's part it's of the part job of, now yeah of course it is people are paying you millions of dollars a year to be out there and be a spokesperson for their product never mind racing really is secondary to advertising oh advertising is what drives racing now well it does they move our billboards yeah you can't fund a race team without advertising no so unless you're a billionaire you mean you struggle and, a millionaire. and then you become a millionaire, yes. <laughs> what was the old saying? How do you become a millionaire and, um, and racing? Start out as a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. For those of you playing at home, this is the second time JD's told the joke <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> there you go. Alonzo, one more season, then he's gone. That's our speculation corner. I don't know. I, I, I'm i not going to put it out there yet. I will. You can. I will. Um, I, I won't put I anything in writing. I reckon it depends on how the car is next year for me. 
talking about speculation, this is not even speculation. Hamilton was going to quit. Yeah. It's come out. Rumors have just sourced. Um, Sky from, F1's going. Yeah, Ted Kravitz come sacked. out, man. Yeah. So, clear the air for me, mate. What's going on? Well, there was rumors come out basically after Spain, the incident between Nico and Lewis drove Lewis to the point where he come out spat and the dummy. spat the dummy after the race and said to Toto and Paddy, goodbye, I'm gone, I'm quitting. And put them in a bit of a moment. So that's when they went out mad rush because they weren't um, going to field Pascal for the test day after The testing where all of a sudden Hamilton was scrapped from it. Yeah. Mm. And then all of a sudden they had Pascal out there doing the testing. So they managed to talk Lewis down, obviously, and he signed a new deal and yada, yada, yada. He's going to be there for a bit longer. New rumors out today, but, well... Just breaking, to be honest. Yeah, um, we, we don't know too much about it. They're only just when we're recording now. Yeah, so they've just come out in the last half an hour since we started recording, uh, before we recorded. Rumors are sc- flying around that he could be getting either suspended, uh, Mercedes might suspend him, or he might get fired. Both, I think, are complete and other bullshit. I think if he's going to get suspended, it'll be over the winter break. Yeah, I agree with you. That's 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 going to be his internal suspension. He hasn't broken any lo- rules. Like, the FIA aren't looking into anything of this. No, no, this is all Mercedes for disobeying team orders. I don't see them doing much about it. I'd say stuff will happen behind closed doors, but I don't think we'll ever really find out. I mean, I know that, you know, Hamilton was under a lot of pressure today. He was going into a race that he couldn't win. Oh, he he could win, but he couldn't really win the championship. He did everything in his power to try and make it possible. He got to first, then he backed. Uh, Nico up into the pack and hope that someone might take him out or pass him. Mm. Look, that's that's his you know, that's his deal. If he wants to do it that way, that's fine. I don't see Nico doing the same thing to him. No, well, I don't Nico see let him pass in Monaco. Yeah, I don't see a lot of the drivers actually doing the same thing. So the fact that Mercedes had a contingency plan out and announced it publicly that like if you slow every, if you slow the pack down, we will undercut you. Yeah, yeah. The problem with that. After your last pit stop, how do you undercut someone? Yeah, exactly. You're like, well, screw you. Yeah. Shouldn't have said that during the race, like before the race. Yeah. I don't know. I think they'll give him a fine. It's a storm and a teacup now. Yeah, I think they'll give him a fine of some sort, but we'll never really find out about any of it. Because really, I I think during the race, Rosberg would have been fuming under his helmet. Yeah, I couldn't believe how good he was. Yeah, I can't believe how good he was when he got out of the car. Lewis went up to hug him. I would have pushed him. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But, you know, he, Rosberg just... He He's the world champion. a little bit just then. He was, just did some good donuts. Nice, tight donuts. Yeah, he did do a good job, actually. I was When he was rolling around, I'm like, he's not going to do a skid. He's yeah, not going to do a skid. Everyone and then else he, is doing skids. I think Massa did a skid and Vettel did a skid. Yeah. And I, I love Brundle's comments. Yeah, well, he definitely doesn't need this engine and gearbox anymore. <laughs> yeah. Doing the he's like, like, if he's not careful, he'll be underweight. I'm like, ah, oh, are they really going to go after that? You're like, yeah, right, of course I'm underweight. But you scrape that rubber up off the track, <laughs> find those thick black lines doing circle work. <laughs> yeah. He did a little bit of a Vettel too. He jumped off, kissed the front of the car. He didn't bow to it. Yeah. It didn't have the same ring. I know it was very imitating Vettel in India, but... I don't know. When Vettel claimed his championship in India and he did the whole bowing to the ball thing, 
made a bit more sense in India because of the whole cattle religious thing. Oh, I never even thought of that, actually. Didn't yeah, you? you? Now you pointed that out. Yeah, I oh, never no, even it, took that it, into account. I just thought that was, if you ever watched, well, obviously everyone's watched it if they're into F1, but when Vettel was racing for Red Bull, every time he won, he'd get out and stroke the bull. Yeah. On the back of the he car. He would stroke it. And say thank you and hug the car and stuff like that. So I I just think that's how he is. I, I think he worshipped the cars that they were giving him. They were just at such a high level. So Oh, uh, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Well, but I no, quite you like could be the, quite right. I, I, I never like even thought of it. Of, it, of yeah. him, you know, bowing down to the ball in India, except like, you know, his Mercedes, his Rosberg bowing down to the three, was it the three... Point star. star yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, fantastic car. Really, the Mercedes, was it the W7? WA7? I'm not sure, to be out. honest, mate. But fantastic. One of the best cars Fantastic ever Formula One car. Yep. Well balanced, best engine. Looks good, though. I really do like the silver and... like. And I'm a the, Red Bull person. I'm The silver the, and uh, whatever type of green that is, the Patronus green. Yeah. But it's a very nice looking car. And I did see a few... um. Ads thanking um, Rosberg the day before, like, congratulations, Ros. It was a German newspaper ad I've seen. Someone posted online going, they've jumped the gun. Yeah. And it's um, them th- uh, someone, yeah, thanking and congratulating Nico on this world championship win <laughs> on <laughs> a Saturday. A little bit too soon. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward if it doesn't happen. Then there was that point there with, Ros- uh, with Rosberg and Max. I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, but that was some white knuckle TV there. Yeah, I I, I thought they were going to make contact, but Max was very, very I was, good. I got up and started yelling at my computer and was like, Max, if you touch this, t- I am going to disown you and I, I'll write a heavily worded letter to you. <laughs> Tell him telling how you how I'm mad I am <laughs> that you would go and ruin Rosberg's championship like that where you... You're going for fourth. No as, one remembers who comes fourth in a championship. Has Max matured a lot? In my eyes, he has. He in has. the last few races. Yeah. He copped a lot of flack when he went, first went to Red Bull. He was being a little bit over-aggressive. And I don't think he would have won a championship with how he was driving. The cars are too good these days. Like, they're too reliable. So, um, I can't win a championship Max by going flat out. I don't can win the championship in his current style. He's he's a riskier driver. He's too risky. I think at the moment, Ricardo, Ricardo can do a sneaky. Mm. I reckon Ricardo can sneak his way up there to be in very strong contention without too like without taking away too many victories. Yeah. I think Ro, uh, Ricardo has the potential to do what Rosberg did. He Ricardo's might not win. Very good at just getting podiums all the time. Yeah, being best of the rest when Mercedes have been there. I really think Ricardo is someone to look out for. I think he's he's definitely mature a bit more. I don't think he gets given the credit he probably should either. I'm getting sick of watching. Like Max did a great job in uh, Brazil in the wet. He really did. Can't take that away from him. But um, I think there's a little bit of credit needs to be shown in some of the other places as well. So uh, it'll be interesting next year to see what the outcome is. Actually, I can't wait for it. I, it annoys me that it doesn't start till next year. I know. I want it to start next week. <laughs> I know, I do. And I was thinking, do, are we? this is a bit early to start discussing it, but 
Are we going to release an episode before the first race? Well, I was thinking actually myself this afternoon, like we should do like a Christmassy time one, maybe just a short episode that just recaps any news that's come out. Yeah, yeah. And speculate on next year. And then maybe after winter testing, I think we should definitely do an episode. All right. So you don't even have to wait until the start of the season to get another episode of your favorite podcast, Breaking Late. We'll be back out for season two early. Hopefully. (laughs) Wow. All right. Let's finish this season. Finish. We haven't even got to the end of this season yet. Okay. My pick outs of the season probably would be Force India. Yeah. That they've done an amazing job. Um, fourth. They finished fourth in the championship. First time they've done that. They're batting way above where they should. Uh Williams bit of a letdown for them. They've they've underperformed, even in their own words, they've underperformed this year. They know that. It's been a bad year for them. I think the biggest heartbreak this year Mana. Oh, I was gonna say the same thing. Mana. They was... had so long going. Fuck you, Salba. We are gonna finish higher than you, and, and then just thirty dump. million dollars just to Mana is a huge amount of money too. That's it's not a small amount of money. No, nah, well they're now looking like getting bought out, or another investing group is going to buy a majority share. There you go. I didn't even hear. So about this bit. it's yep. they they are struggling. It's, it's the thing about these young these back market teams is they just well. Realistically, it's I know we've to... talked about it before, but these teams are always going to struggle with the point system we have. Yep. The, the point system doesn't reward new teams. It doesn't reward you unless you come 10th or above. Haas did very good. Haas did amazing this year for their first, first year. year. But then again, I if think they, they didn't bought have their too much problems. Ferrari at the start. Uh, they just yeah, haven't well, that developed. pissed a lot of people off. Um, because it's it made people that with the smaller budgets angry because they weren't developing their own parts and they were and wasn't yada, that only yada, a one off year like next year they got to do all their own work. Uh, Gene Haas, there's no laws against it, so Gene Haas come out and said we'll buy everything Ferrari that we can. It's no different than V8s buying a triple eight car. I know the whole idea is you know you develop your own. Formula but... One's a bit different, but because Formula One's trying to design the pinnacle of technology yeah where v8s isn't to be honest i don't care if they buy the ferrari or not if if it we means need more to get teams, more teams on it i yeah. think it's great yeah i think customer cars isn't even a bad idea go back to the 70s in that mm. we had bloody what 30 or 40 cars on a grid oh, that was so good you know because customer team like teams like mclaren that would sell chassis and you know, and you had all these other teams. It was a lot more affordable. It's one thing that I that, miss from the supercars that you don't have anymore. Privateers. Yeah, 30 car fields. Yeah, big, big fields. Big crashes. I can't wait for Bathurst next year with this Dunlop series. We're all over the place tonight, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> but with the Dunlop series being a non-points round and people being able to uh, put their entries into the main game as wild cards, that... Is going to be cool. It, if it, it does. should be good. I really hope a lot of the Dunlop people get behind it. Yes, but same. I just think it can be in a very expensive gamble. Oh, it's like a two hundred fifty k race versus a thousand k race. And some it's of these guys struggle still just on the two hundred fifty k race. And but so. that's we'll see how that goes. I really do hope it brings back to the big field, and I just hope they're not. At least I hope it makes it 
so that people can hire their cars for the race. Mm. But yeah, we'll wait and see. Back on Formula One. Yep. Um, I think Raikkonen's done a great job this year. Out he has. Especially after about the mid-season. They must have got the car balance really good for him and he just seemed to fit that car really well. I was thinking about it because I remember like the other week I was saying that, oh, you know, only two more years left in Raikkonen and I don't know. I think if he keeps doing this, then I don't think there's anyone better to replace him with at the moment. So why would Ferrari even think about getting rid of him? Other people are too risky. They know what they've got right now, so stick with it. Yeah. Considering he got... like, And really, Raikkonen should have a bit of a fucking hatred for Ferrari after they just outed him. Yeah, well... Maybe he doesn't. Maybe the money, he likes money. <laughs> money is pretty good. And money, I think Raikkonen's one of those people that's just like, just keep paying me and I'll just keep being here. He's yep. like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you guys I'll, I'll, look, I'll was... take $18 million from Ferrari to have a and year really, off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not like he didn't get paid for his year or off. euros or whatever that was. He's like, oh, you're going to pay me 18,000 euro and I'm just going to go race rally car for two years. All right. Fair enough. And then I can come back and race Formula One and still be good. All right, cool. Yeah. And what other standouts from the year have you got, mate? The rise of Max. Yeah. That's he... a big thing to take away from. I've got something to weigh in there too, but I think uh, Saints hasn't been given... Nah, Saints is Saints He's... has lost out to the credit. Yeah, because he Max. was he was equal pretty much on points, equal pretty much on um, qualifying, and he's just straight out speed was really good compared to Max. Mm. Yet no one's really talking about where Saints going. Yeah, I can see Saints leaving Red Bull if he's only signed another one or two years, and there's a space that opens up somewhere else. I can see another team wanting to grab him, and then I yep. can see him going. Well, really, Red Bull's tied up for a while, unless you know Ricardo gets an offer from Ferrari or something. I can't see. I think Red Bull's got him there as a bit of a safety because I think Ricardo's got appeal. People want him. He's marketable too. Um, but I think everyone wants Max. And I honestly could see Max, if Red Bull aren't quick at next year, I can see him tearing that contract up and paying whatever it is to leave, making whoever wants him pay that mm. to leave. So uh, that would be, maybe it's a safety. He's a, he's a safety net for them. I don't know. This is just, we're still we're falling back into that speculation corner at the moment. I Of course. This whole... It was. I it was interesting, it. but frustrating at the same time. I don't know about you. I was getting angry sitting there going, Hamilton, stop it. Stop being dirty. Be a gentleman. It's, it's all I can take Stand away from up. the race. Be Lots the English re- gentleman like so many English gentlemen have been before. And I thought the one. English were polite. Yeah, obviously not. I understand it's a world title and everyone might disagree with me, but I just nah. feel like it was It was too far. No. Nah. Nah, man, you've, you're you're not in the um, minute. There's a poll over on Speed Cafe asking, was Hamilton's move, you know, bad sportsmanship, him holding him up, or was he within his right mind to back Nico up, uh, to back him up into the, you know, oncoming traffic, or are you not sure on it? Um, 61.26% of people said, no, there was unsportsmanship-like. So there you go. It's all right. We're in the majority. Cool. We can bash. There's a few days of the year that we can get away with Hamilton bashing because we're with the masses. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you know, Hamilton, you did. 
pretty good fight. You get that new record now. 10 race wins and no championship in a season. <laughs> is, that a, is that a good record? It's his. He yeah, has it. It's true. So yeah. no one can take that away from him unless someone wins 11 and doesn't win. <laughs> well, that could be it. <laughs> you know, something interesting in some other random news. Yes, mate. Since ni- before 1994, no German had won the World Drivers' Championship. Until 1994, did you say? Yep. And since 1994, they've won 53% of them. Wowee. Only yeah, three Schumacher, people. Schumacher, Vettel, Vettel and yeah. Rosberg. That's huge. Yep. There you go. I'm just surprised there was such a big gap. Like, they yeah. took till 94 to get a German um, driver. Yeah. That's Considering crazy. they do most of the racing over in Europe. Yeah, it's very English-dominated in the beginning. Oh, and you still look at it. You go over the last 20 years, it's predominantly English drivers that have... um. Well, there's never been a shortage of them. No. Because you look now, we've got a shortage of Italian drivers. We haven't had an Italian driver in the field for a while. Yeah, when was the last Italian driver? I can't remember. Truly, truly. Oh, no, yeah. No, truly, was yeah. the Italian? Yep. Yeah. But so it's still a while ago, but yeah, it's been a long time. And just, I was just very, when I saw the stats about 50, you know, that took till 94 to get a German world driver, uh, German champion. And then since 94, 53% of the titles have fallen to German drivers. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is very crazy. Do we do we have much more on the Nico side of the show or not really? Um, it's good to see his wife there. Yeah, she got involved. She was on the radio, and it was you know it was really nice to see Nico going. We did it. Yeah, we won because you know the races that Nico didn't win. He's coming home, and she's there to support him. Yeah, agreed. It's a, it's a very much a team thing, and um, another thing I noticed. There's some photos, I haven't found them at the moment, but Nico's missus got absolutely sprayed with champagne. And I think Nico got to it. Yeah. They got done. But then there was a photo Mercedes AMG put up on Twitter when it's like, uh, when your husband wins the World Drivers' Championship and you don't have a change of clothes and there's um, Nico's wife in a race suit (laughs) with uh, the full undergarment yeah the fire retardant fire underwear yeah you need that mate. <laughs> i wonder how hot it was over there too it's probably not the most comfortable thing to wear <laughs> you know for a country that's banned alcohol i think they drank a lot yeah is it is it only bahrain that's alcohol is illegal because they were talking there was about definitely water in the champagne glasses a uh, champagne on the was it the photo i didn't i haven't seen the the video, but the photos that I've seen look very yeah, because it was still bubbly. They're spraying it, but well, Ricardo was talking about having cocktails and stuff like that. I think you're allowed to drink in the hotels and like on the boats because yeah, okay. when Jensen Button crashed out, yeah, I think he was drunk. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm going to go find a cold beer. Yeah, I don't know all the videos that I've seen of um, Rosberg if he's drunk or just euphorically happy or yeah, both it's probably hard to discern isn't it really but talking about drunk i showed you some photos world driver champions know how to celebrate a race win why not get on it <laughs> so the, the photos i'll show and i'll link them in the show notes was the um 2003 celebrations that michael schumacher <laughs> did in Suzuka. yeah that looked pretty off the chain didn't it 
My Schumacher looks so drunk that everyone else had to sort of like try and be sober. There's photos of them. Well, Schumacher's in Ralph, his brother's Toyota shirt. I'm like, you probably won't see that this day and age. Or a driver's like, yeah, no, give us the other team. Yeah. Like, and Ferrari must have been like, yeah, no worries. Take off your Ferrari shirt, Michael. Put on the Toyota shirt. Yeah. You're then the they've got the team. fridge half out the window or something smashed around. Yeah. Schumacher yeah. standing there, shirt unbuttoned with a big cigar in his face. And then there's another photo of them, him and about five other guys on a forklift. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you know how to party. <laughs> I guess it's a long season. You might as well. I guess it's good to wait to the end of the season to do it, not midway through. Well, the boys, they, they basically have to build it up all year because they, they wouldn't be drinking too much in between races these days. No, nah, well, so, they can't. They've got nothing on them left. Yeah, so it wouldn't take much for them to get wrecked at the end of the year. A <laughs> couple well, of beers and they'll be they'll be spent. Yeah. But, you know, they deserved it. They've had a long year. 21 races, mate. That's a... The thing That's about actually, these, these race wins, people are going to start racking up huge race win numbers. Yeah, now. I agree with you. It's like the older Senna talk with Hamilton. I kind of sit there and go, yeah, but if Senna was racing 21 races a year, he'd be bloody, have 100 wins. Exactly. And 100 poles. Like, it just, it feels like it's unjust. Well, you look back in the 70s when you had maybe 10 races a year. Yeah. It just feels completely unjust. Um, but it's no different than I think with V8 supercars as well. Yeah, I agree with you there as well. Talking about the amount of races in a, a year, there's talk that maybe even um, Singapore might be getting cut as well. And Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia's no been German. talking for a while, and Germany has already uh, come out and said they will not have a race next year. Malaysia's so. said 2018, no more. Yep. Um, Singapore is pretty much along the same lines. I think Singapore's achieved what they wanted. Yeah, they're on the this, map. This Sing- the Singapore went out to get the Formula One. To put them on the map, to be a tourist destination, and to be like, look at us. Look at this big city of ours. People know Singapore now. Yeah, I, I think their investments, it's a shame. It is a shame because I do like the race, but I it's can see the that the year Singapore's me. like, well, we've put, they've invested hundreds of millions of dollars into it. Their return on investment is not going to be as great anymore. Oh, I agree with you. I understand why they don't want to. It's just going to, it's going to break my heart if it leaves. Yeah, well, well my mouth or like, oh. And I mean, not Malaysia's my favorite, but I'm cheap. Malaysia's cheap. <laughs> cheap race made in heaven, and I still haven't gone to it. Yeah, well, you better go over the next year because you might not get the one. I know, I won't another get one. another one. <laughs> All right, put the pennies away. Between that and the Bathurst 12 hour. Yeah, there's a lot of things I wouldn't mind going and seeing next year. <laughs> yep, I'm just going to take a year off work. Yeah, and win the lotto. And win the lotto. <laughs> Everything's got to line up. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think so either. I don't see my stars aligning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Quickly jumping over to the V8 supercars. We've got a few little driver movements. Yeah, Dale Woods signed on with Erebus. That's a... Uh, Betty must have run out of money. Yeah. that's Why Why else would you take him? I, I wouldn't take him. And look, Dale, you're not listening, but if you are, hi. Uh, seriously, <laughs> like, is she that... Broke that she needs his money to race, or why? Why two year deal? That's the part that I can't wrap my head around. Well, it just—it's just weird. I, I thought Betty was trying to build the team up again, not 
take on pay drivers. You know what I mean? Like I know she had one this year, but it just it doesn't and feel this, right. Like she must really write into the contract. No, you got to pay for the upgrades on your car this time and actually do it. And yeah, because it just doesn't feel right. Because I don't know. She, he can't crash in. Dale Wood can't crash into his boss anymore on the track. Well, well if that's he one does, positive. He's big... just got an attitude problem sometimes, and it. I don't know if I want that in my team, mm. especially because. Yeah, like fair enough. You take an attitude problem when you got someone like Hamilton or Vettel. They're fast. Yeah. They're gonna win you a championship. That but was just Dalewood is probably. the slowest Nissan driver out there. He doesn't have, in my eyes, he doesn't have a spot. Really, he shouldn't have a spot. I know, and I, I mean, if they came out as a one-year deal, I'm like, what right, makes sense? We just needed a driver who had some backing for twelve months. Let us build our team. Yeah, let us get back into car development and. Yada yada yada, but but the two year, oh, well, I was I normally say people smarter than us make these decisions, but not that day. Yeah, yeah, I disagree with the decision myself as well. Another one, this is not a movement. More drivers staying. I think uh, Todd and Rick. Yep, both signed surprise, on. surprise, staying at their own race team. Yeah, they, I was really thinking they were going to move to Walkinshaw, but I, no. I thought there was the opening <laughs> up. They were, oh, there's not the walking. They the. I don't know whether maybe Lucas Dumbrell. BJR. No. That's full now as well. You think this is Todd's... We do, we've discussed Todd's, Todd's I last don't want year. to speculate on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the last three years I thought were Todd's last year. So <laughs> I, I honestly... And I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just thought Todd's really getting into the mechanics of running the business really well now. He's starting to do quite a good job at it. I thought maybe he'd step back and just focus on that and enjoy that. But he's obviously enjoying his driving still. Unfortunately, he had that really good round in Darwin, and he's like, I can still do it. I can <laughs> I still told you guys. do it. I'm still up the front. Well, you never know. He might have sponsors that want I think to pay he's him got this. Yeah, I think he has, well, he's got the car sales backing. Yeah. Um, And to be honest, he's not exactly slow. He's still there. He's still up with all the other Nissans he on his day. Yeah, he's there and thereabouts. When, yep. when he's got an off day, he can be a bit off. I definitely think, you know, three years, he's definitely going to have to step out. I think this is probably be one of his last years. Oh, agreed. I agreed. I don't know how much longer he'll be there, but my view is this will be one of the last. Jason Bright has had some other oh, movement. Yeah. yeah, a bit of speculation where he'll actually finally be going since he announced that he was leaving BJR and had nowhere to go. And he's taking his license with him, and now he's apparently going to take that over to ProDrive. He's going back to ProDrive. Yeah. Because well, it's probably not a bad idea. They've got a good car. Yeah. And, um, well, he has been there before. He wanted he a was, triple He started car. Bright, Bright Tech Motorsport and then left them and went to ProDrive for three, two years. Yeah, yeah. Then went to Brad Jones Racing. Yeah. And do it's... I think it's a, the smart move on ProDrive? No, I think oh, it's odd. They're paying. He'll be paying. He'll be, to be paying there. to drive. But what what's going with Super Black? Super Black folded. No, that's that's a weird thing. The the owner of Super Black passed away this year. Yeah. Um, but I thought they were still signed on for next year, so they might have a five car team. So I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know. I just haven't seen any confirmation with Super Black, and I swear I read somewhere saying that Super Black might not go Withdraw. ahead now with. Um, Bright taking over, yeah, in that position. Nothing's come out. 
Nah, we still got another week before a week, three days, three hours, and one minute, according to Speed Cafe, as we record before the cars hit the track in, in Sydney. Sydney. I, hopefully, something might come out before then. And if we do, I'll post it to our Facebook. But at the meantime, Bright's Pro Drive. And first time in a long time that next season there will not be a Team BOC car. Yeah, that's that's big. That's that's now the second or third longest serving major major sponsor. sponsor yeah, in the category, um, they're still going to sponsor BJR, just not in the not full. not a title, not yeah. a name naming rights. Yeah, it's um going to be a hard year, I reckon, for BJR next year. So, fingers crossed, everything still goes together for them. They get some good sponsors. GRM and Volvo have their talks. Next, early next month. Yes. I can't wait to hear what the outcome is. I think they'll race Volvos. And then, then there's something that I saw, but I didn't link it to our Facebook and Kia. What do you think of Kia's, mate? Mm. You you were letting me know about this earlier. Yeah. Kia, or the managing director of Kia Australia, has confirmed they are in talks with a race team and Supercar Virgin Australia Supercar Championship about a possible entry into the 2018 grid. Yeah, I can't wait to find out what the what's going on with uh, GRM and possibly we were talking as well earlier with uh, BJR as well. With Holden coming out and saying, if you want a Holden chassis come 2018, you, you know where to, to buy them. Yeah. Triple Eight is the only place to buy them and you're not allowed to build your own yeah so for people that aren't aware currently bjr build their own commodores walkinshaw build their own commodores triple eight build their own commodores and that that's it. it but now from 2018 onwards if you want a commodore or a holden sorry because commodore won't exist if you want a holden to race into the supercars you have to buy a triple eight one yes so you get teams like bjr and gary rogers that like to build their own cars yeah, it gives them their advantage. Their cars are different. So, where do they can go? You see, you, I can see, I can see um, Brad moving away I from can too. Holden. Yep. yep, I think it, Holden have really pushed them into a corner where they'll either, well, obviously they have to move away or they have to get the Triple Eight car and I don't know if they'll like that position. So, Do you think this is a smart move by Kia? Because they're going to be bringing, they are... I think it's meant a to be releasing move. in late 2017 a big uh, high-powered rear-wheel drive sports sedan. Under I think the... Volvo um, proved that having a car in the field helped sell cars. Didn't for Nissan. Well, Nissan did. They didn't sell many Ultimas. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's just having your brand name out there in general. Like people are thinking about you. So I yeah. think it works better for. Maybe not a mainstream. So Nissan probably it didn't work as well for them because they're already pretty mainstream. Yeah, but, but for, for Volvo, like an Audi or a Chrysler or someone like that to come through, they're not a mainstream car already. Um, so it this puts is why them I think in like there. a BMW would be good. I agree. In there I agree. because I mean, like people aren't going to go out and buy the BMW that's racing, but it puts the idea of buying a BMW in their head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then you too can have an overpriced European car that costs forever to service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, not too much more to talk about, really, with V8s. Not in the so. V8s. Um, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the championship still hasn't changed. Shane's still going to win this. Yeah. I, I really can't see it. The one that I was losing sleep over happened. Like, oh, didn't happen. Like, Rosberg won and very, very happy. Yeah, good on him. Chin up, mate. Stop listening to all the freaking haters out there. Oh, yeah. We watched the press conference and everyone was like, Hamilton, you know, it's not your fault you lost. I'm like, why is no one talking that Rosberg won it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sick of that. So, good on you. Rosberg, done a great job. Everyone did a great job. Hamilton did a good good job controlling the last four races. Did everything he could. Mm. But, yeah, Rosberg overall got the most points. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yep. All right. Fingers crossed for next year. Let's go, Ricardo. Let's go, Ricardo. So we'll see everyone. I think this is a nice short one again for this week. See you all next week. Yeah. After the Sydney 500. This last one in Sydney. Yeah, last one. You're going to miss Sydney? Not really. Yeah, no, I thought so. Same here. <laughs> I'm I, looking I, forward to Newcastle next year, to be honest. Yeah. So, but yeah, over and out for me. No worries. Well, if you don't know where to find us, we're at breakinglate.com or you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash breakinglate. Shoot us an email at breakinglate at gmail.com or you can click the little button on our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcasting app and leave a review if you can. That will help us out greatly. (laughs) No worries. Thanks, guys. Catch ya. Catch ya. Bye.